Hey everybody, welcome back to the Mindset Design Podcast. This is your host, Arlen Moore, and today we are uh, we have some guests here. We have Jack Bratzett, and we have, we have Jake Wan in the backseat. What up? We are driving over to a workout with Lou, so come along this ride with us as we, uh, as we answer some questions. And uh, Jake, do you have the GPS in? I will. Okay, <laughs> word. Uh, just put in... Um, just put in blue bottle on Abbott Kenny. It's yeah, like right next to that. Word, word, word. Yeah, okay, guys. So we're driving in the Hollywood Hills now. It's kind of surreal. It's kind of surreal. I posted a, a video today, or it's not out yet. It's coming out soon. Um, but it, it's funny, like in March, like just before the pandemic, when I was here, just before lockdowns, I was in LA. I was with my friend Tony Pillow, and I was like joking about buying this house. Um, and I was like, oh, look at, there's a, look at this big house in the hills. Like, we should buy it. Ha, 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 And now I'm, like, in a house in the Hollywood Hills, like, actually. And that was that was in March. And it's February. So not even a year later. So that's crazy. Um, anyway, let's, I don't know. It's, the vibes are just immaculate right now. I, I, uh, we're driving down. What do you guys think? How does this feel for you guys, at least? surreal <laughs> yeah it's just it, it is very surreal to go from a small town in rhode island to the hills it's just i'm just like filled with gratitude every single day jack what was that thing that you said the other day in the car you've, you're like if you told me three years ago yeah. yeah i mean if you told me three years ago that i would be you know like living with arlen moore watching a movie on his private theater i would be like yeah, go fuck yourself. I probably wouldn't even say those words back then. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and so, uh, I mean, just so there's context with this. Like, the, like the, so these guys are in my mentoring program. They basically invested in, a, um, in like, a higher ticket thing that is that does in-person coaching, coaching. So, you know, first day in the house, I was like, all right, guys, come through. Um, so they'll be here for a bit. And, yeah, it's, it's been a vibe. It's been fun. Right now, again, head into Lou. Let's head into some questions. So, our first question is going to be coming in from... Hmm, who should we talk to first? Let's see here. I'm going to have to scroll down because there's so many questions. There's so We've been doing this for a while. Um, <laughs> let's go to... Let's go to Caden... Or let's go to Anna. Anna asks, I feel stuck and depressed at my job, causing me so much stress, which I compensate with eat my eating disorder. How can I change this around? No, I already tried therapy. It did not work. So uh, here's what, here's what I'll say. I'll make this one quick, Anna. I have an entire podcast about this. I interviewed Grace Olakowski, who's also in my mentoring program, and she uh, gives amazing advice on this. I don't want to say that I'm an expert on it because I'm obviously not, but that that podcast you can actually see the video version on youtube if you just look up arlen moore grace eating disorder on youtube you'll find it and i think it'll help you out a ton um and feel free to dm me after that and like let me know what you think i think you should absolutely reach out to grace as well because she's awesome um i've helped her craft her brand and she's started this thing called the food freedom movement and it's just been going great so yeah we're actually transitioning to the next question passing uh my billboard i got a billboard for my new album wonder out now uh you guys can go listen to that uh it's pretty good we're passing saddle ranch this is this is wild this is cool um 
Cool. All right, next question is going to come in from Caden. Caden asks, how to get over the limiting belief that I am not successful enough in life to help and coach others with their problems? Okay, Caden. So the thing about like coaching, it's pretty simple. Like if you can help someone solve a problem, then you can be a coach. So like if you, for example, struggled with, uh, no, let's say you struggled with, um, I mean, like a very cut and dry, simple one is like you were running a business and then you learned Facebook ads really well. You got really good at Facebook ads. Well, if there's another business owner who's struggling with Facebook ads and you're good at them, then you can provide a service by doing the Facebook ads for them. So the only qualification you need is just to be able to solve a problem better than someone else or not even better than someone else, but just like solve it for them so they don't have to worry about it. Look at this Rolls Royce that's coming by us. It's dope. <laughs> that one's sick. Oh my God. <laughs> All white. What, what kind is that? Is that a Don? Or what, is, what are they called? Rolls Royce. It's not a Phantom. Is it a Phantom? I don't know. Uh, no, Phantom's no. a small. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know that much do about it, cars. Do it. Do it, Vince. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, so Caden, there's no like, there's no like limiting belief you even have to worry about. It's just like, are you good at solving a problem or do you even have, do you have a desire to solve a problem? Because like, you don't even have to be good at that thing right now. You can get good at it over time. Um, like a big thing with coaching is people kind of just entrust you to help them solve that problem. And you start there and then over time you build processes and confidence around it. But you know, you have to, you definitely have to start. Cool. All right. Next question comes in from Connor. I want to increase productivity. I usually consider myself to be pretty productive, but I've lost motivation with online learning and virtual assignments. I look to gain this back and stay on top of tasks more easily. So the question is to increase productivity. I feel like I'm answering some of the questions, I'm being like totally transparent with my thought process. I feel like I'm answering a lot of these questions like over and over again. Maybe I'll just create like a portal later that just is like you type in your question and then a bunch of different podcasts or videos come up with my previous answers because I don't want to make, you know, content I've already made. Although I don't think it's bad to repeat yourself. So you know what? Screw it. Let's go into it. How to, let me like try to answer it directly to Connor though. I want to increase productivity. So Connor, if you want to increase productivity, I would just start with a paradigm shift. So instead of like looking for tips and that woman in that Range Rover is really attractive. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, I'm sorry. It was, they literally took my breath away. Um, and we're pulling up right next to her. Okay. And no, so it's, oh, no, don't, don't roll down the window. <laughs> um, uh, my cheeks are blushing. Okay. Uh, and I'm looking. Oh, hello. All right. <laughs> um, okay. So. Uh, uh, okay, Connor. So productivity. Yes. Productivity. Um, what I want you to do is imagine there's a huge billboard, Kim Kardashian or Kylie Kardashian is just staring us in the eyeballs right now. Uh, Okay. There's a lot of distractions in LA. (laughs) It's just stop. (laughs) Stop LA. Okay. Uh, we're trying to be, okay. There she goes again. (laughs) Oh, this is funny. This is a vibe. Okay. Uh, productivity. So it's a paradigm shift, Connor. Basically what I want you to do is instead of like looking for different tips, just start like backward and, and like, so I keep saying this, I've said this like a few times the past couple days, measure twice, cut once. 
So rather than look, looking to do all the things on your to-do list, just step, take a step back. And I would really recommend the book 80-20 Your Life by Richard Koch because he teaches you how to problem solve and be more productive in a really, um, in a really nuanced way. Like you basically just have to cut down all the things you're doing and or cut out all of them and just take a completely different approach than to what you're currently doing. So it's not really about like getting all the things on your to-do list done as much as it as much as it is doing the correct thing or like the single thing, for example, that eliminates a lot of other decisions. I bring I brought this example up yesterday, but there's this blogger, Seth Godin. He has like a million plus readers a month. Um, he's been blogging for years and it's, his blog is amazing. It's all about marketing and, and business and such. I really recommend it. Seth's.blog. If you want to kind of Google that while um, listening to this podcast, it's really good. And Seth was in a little bit of a, a, a struggle one day because he had all these comments on his blog and some of them were haters and some of them were, you know, good, good natured people that were just commenting on his blog, but he didn't want to like have to respond to everyone. And he was just kind of stressing him out, the management of that. And then they were like, they were also, I think the biggest thing that he was talking about when I heard him talk about this was that people, like, like people's opinions can mess up your, your own creative originality. So people were, you know, commenting things and it would kind of mess with his own original ideas. So he was like, he made one decision. He just stopped, he, he like uh, eliminated comments. So now he doesn't have to worry about comments. He doesn't have to worry about haters. He doesn't have to worry about people intruding on his original ideas. He just deleted the comment option. So, okay. So he doesn't have to worry about, in terms of productivity, managing all those comments. So take that like example that I showed, I just said for you and think about like, what can you eliminate in your life that just makes everything else easier so that productivity becomes a lot easier. All right, dope. Next question comes from Kevin. Kevin, Kevin, Kevin. How do I go about building a strong work ethic? Well, um, okay. I love these questions like this. I'm like, I could take this so many different ways. It's, it's a, like, it, I mean, Kevin, it's great. It's a pretty general question. I mean, I, so let me just like, let me like see where this is probably coming from. How do I go about building a stronger work ethic? So by asking this question, that means you are kind of admitting to yourself that you're lazy. So how do I go about building a stronger work ethic? Basically, how do I not be lazy? Well, I, I, first of all, I don't think that even like stronger work ethic or, um, or, or like being lazy, I don't think being lazy is a bad thing. I think being lazy is actually a good thing because like I was saying, it bridges off the previous answer pretty well. If you just do the right things in your day to day, if you just focus on the one thing that excites you the most, that is enjoyable for you to do, and that is also effective, then you can be lazy the rest of the day. Like you don't have to be this, like in this paradigm of optimal efficiency and like, you know, Elon Musk level discipline and like every single moment of the the day is doing something. You can get a lot more done than you're currently doing by only doing a few things. I mean, I'm going to a workout right now that's 15 minutes, guys. It's a 15 minute workout and I do it three times a week and that's my workout. That's lazy. <laughs> like in my, I mean like the workout itself is hard obviously, but I mean, I looked for pretty much the shortest, like it, it's painful, but it's, you know, it's a quick, it's a quick hit of pain. So, you know, I'm, I think I'm kind of lazy in that sense, 
Uh, like if I wanted to build a stronger work ethic, then I would probably you know, wake up at 5 a.m. like every single day, like run to <laughs> like run somewhere and then get an Uber and go to the beach and like run on the beach and swim and then do a muscle beach workout. And then that'd be like a three hour workout, right? That doesn't necessarily mean I'm going to get better results in life or that I'm going to be happier. So again, I think a like theme of this podcast so far is just focus on the, the small actions the small actions that actually make you a lot further along the path. Um, let's see. Next question. I'm hoping we can get a question that maybe Jack or, or Jake can chime in on. Um, let's let's see how we, we go on here. I'm currently pursuing a career in social media, whether that be social media marketing or becoming an influencer myself. Arlen has clearly done a phenomenal job building his own personal brand and creating amazing relationships with other influencers and a great team. My question is, how can I along these, those lines, build my personal brand and connect with other social media influencers myself. So big, big thing, um, big, big thing here, Andrew, is making sure that you're like, I don't know how far along this path you are, but making sure two things, one, that you are focusing on yourself and two, that you are being consistent and enjoying the consistency. So I think, um, you know, like you wanting to collab with other influencers is great, but I think the best way to collab is when people reach out to you to collab, not for you to be like, like kind of, uh, you know, persistently DMing people and like asking them to collab. Although I, I think it's great, but you know, build your, build your brand on your own two feet. You know, think of like, think of those artists, uh, who always say like, you know, I did it, no collab, Right. Like, like I, I, uh, I don't know if that's exactly how they say it, but oh, look, a chakra temple, <laughs> we should do that. Um, yeah. Think of those, those like rappers that are like, oh, yeah, I did it. No collab. It's like, like, uh, I don't, I can't really, I think Russ is one of those guys. Um, you know, Rapta is one of those guys actually like Rapta, my friend Rapta, he's on the come up. Like he's not going to, for example, Rapta would kind of be, I would, I think people in the industry would respect him less if he just like took all his money and paid like. 100k for like a gunaverse on his on his like on his next project because then you're just kind of paying for people to see you instead of just building your own vibe your own energy along your brand and like being known for you so you know i i would really focus on that there's obviously nothing wrong with collaboration but don't look at it as a means to grow look at your enjoyment of the process and also sticking to the the true fact that you don't need millions of fans to be successful. You need a thousand or a couple thousand or three or 4,000. I mean, look at my YouTube videos recently. They have like four or 5,000 views two like two to 5,000 views. 5,000 people are like loving my stuff right now. And that's enough. I mean, that's more than enough. Actually, that's a, that's an excess. So think about too, like who, who do you want to be watching your videos? If you, if you could handpick a thousand people, who would those thousand people be? Like if you had a room and you had to be like, all right, I'm going to define like the types of people that are going to show up today. Are they high school kids? Are they PhD like doctor people? Are they, uh, people who are obsessed with cars? Like, you know, you want to handpick those people and like, what, like how much are they very wealthy? Are they looking to learn about money? Like get super detailed with it. And that'll make you a lot more, um, focused, Andrew. Good, dope question. 
Um, all right. A few more questions. Wesley and Mike. Okay, let's do Wesley. Overcoming anxiety and depression. Um, I'll, I'll give you my, my, my quick answer on this. I've made lots of videos on YouTube about this and they're a lot more in depth. So I'd go search Arlen Moore, anxiety, depression. I've made very in-depth videos about this. I also wrote an ebook that's on Amazon. Um, so I'll check that out. Uh, and I, I like definitely stand behind my answers still, even though some of them are like a year or two old. So check those out. And Wesley, I, uh, I wish you the best. Yeah, that YouTube thing even goes back to, like, the question before. It was, like, trying to find those true fans, having, like, that mission behind it. Because mm-hmm. for you, it was, it was helping that, you know, 15-year-old self that struggled with those things and trying to find those 1,000 true fans. So, and you were able to reach them through that purpose. Yeah, yeah. So, what Jack is saying is, like, when I started my YouTube channel, this is kind of blending both questions together. Um, the uh, My thing was, like, when I started YouTube, I was like, I want to make videos that the 15 year old version of me would want to watch. And I wanted to do that because the 15 year old version of me had lots and lots of anxiety. So I made like college party videos. And then I released a bunch of videos with about anxiety and depression, which again, are still relevant to this day. So, you know, Wesley, I I almost would assume that you're kind of one of those people who was attracted to my hypier content, but look, you can go search my, my opinion on this and that's it. Cool. All right, Mike Fetters, we got probably the most general question that I think I've ever received, <laughs> uh, but we're going to answer it anyway. Adopting a better lifestyle. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, Mike, um, adopting a better lifestyle. So what I think you should do, Mike, is... Join Maxi. Join Maxi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that ad, ad, just throw an ad in there. Okay, next question from Maxwell. I'm 17-year-old junior... This is the last question today. I'm a 17-year-old junior in high school, and I'm going to pursue real estate after high school and get my license. My dream is to sell high-end real estate in New York. What are some mindset-based tips you could offer me? Because I feel like my mom is the only one that believes in these huge dreams. That's awesome. (laughs) I love that. Um, My dream is to sell high-end real estate in New York. What are some mindset-based tips you could... uh, offer me because I feel like my mom's the only one that believes in these huge dreams, which is perfectly fine, but I feel like I can do more with negative, with the negative energy rather than ignore it. I, I can do more with the negative energy rather than ignore it. Is it possible to turn it into a positive? So, okay. I mean, yes, but like, I don't know. I wouldn't even focus on the negative energy. Like, I don't, I don't know where you said it's coming from. Maybe your friends, but like, dude, who cares? Just put like literally what I want you to do is make a a vision board so you can go on like google slides it's a you know free software you can use to just put pictures on a slideshow and just like make a bunch of slides of like who you want to be like so ryan saron is probably someone that you should look up to and if you don't already know him i'm sure you do um ryan saron and just look him up and like put a picture of him on your vision board and then a bunch of like buildings that you want to uh, like you know work in basically and and like uh do real estate agent stuff and um yeah i mean that's it's pretty simple it's kind of that's it just like define it and then from there look at that like print it out look at it every single day and eventually you'll be a luxury real estate agent it'll be or no i don't think that's exactly what you want you want to get into high-end real estate dude it's like also bro it's not that high of a dream like a high dream is like i want to 
like, I, I want to be, you know, the very best that no one ever was, um, and, like, catch them as my real quest and be, like, the number one Pokemon trainer, like, uh, <laughs> uh, no, like, no, like, the, I think a, a high dream is, like, I want to be the, the president of the United States, or, like, I want to, I don't know, uh, win the Stanley Cup, or I want to have the most subscribers on YouTube out of anyone, like, more than PewDiePie, like, those are high dreams, to be, like, compare that to just to be a luxury real estate agent, bro, you got this, I believe in you, Jack, do you believe in him? Yeah, 100%, you should be buying those houses, yeah, (laughs) what about you, Jake? Of course, you can do whatever you set your mind to, man, yeah, literally, I mean, it's kind of the most general, vague advice that I could give you right now, but, like, like, if you just actually focus on it, you'll go down that path and make it happen. Cool. All right. Um, appreciate all you guys for listening today. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. Good little 20-minute hit. Um, go peep the new YouTube video. Moved into a new house. Didn't do a tour yet, but you can see some of it. And that is it. All right. Have an amazing day. Peace. And bye.